Guys, it's Jordan Canlish. Welcome back to the Stay Shifters podcast. It's a real honor to have you with me. I really want to make an effort to express my utmost gratitude for you, the listener, for, for taking part in really this journey in which we're all on, where we're all trying to become a better version of ourselves, but ultimately learn how to connect back with our truth. And it's the purpose of this podcast is really to bring on guests and share my insights and my perspective so that hopefully you can formulate an insight or have a breakthrough or have that life-changing moment or that piece of information that kind of propels you along on your journey. And, and I'm a true believer in the more perspectives we can allow in, the greater that allows us to expand our awareness and discover unique ways of thinking. And with that being said, today's guest is a, is a longtime family friend uh, who's ventured out uh, and crossed into numerous worlds of self-education and learning. And he's, he's kind of blended finance, therapy, and coaching in one here. His name is Damo Wilkes. And Damo and I, we met as we were young lads growing up here in Perth, Western Australia. Our families were close friends. And as you do, as you, as you grow up, you kind of part ways and go separate directions. And while I was in Canada, Damo you know, saw some of the posts I was sharing on social media and he reached out to me as he was studying psychology at the time. And he's been a therapist and worked as a psychologist for a while. And he's, he's had a, a transition where he's now moved into trading, financial trading. And he's now married these two, two worlds, understanding the mind and how to understand the markets. Because ultimately, like we, like we discussed in the podcast, life's an inside out game. And if you can master your internal world, a lot of the times you're able to master the external world. And in this case, his world being financial trading, which is pretty intense. <laughs> but you're about to find out some of the insights and some of the big breakthroughs he's had along that journey. And this is such a wide ranging conversation and I'm excited for you guys to, to get some perspective from it. So without further ado, this is the episode with Damo Wilkes. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Okay, Damo Wilkes, how are you, mate? I'm fantastic. Oh, really, really well. Mate, we've got you here in in-person State Shifters podcast. It's a rarity these days, mate, because of the global situation. It's most, true. Of, most of these interviews are usually on Zoom. So, it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a pleasure to have you here, mate. Thank you so much for having me, mate. That's such a good point. And yeah, I really do appreciate being here. Pleasure is all mine. Yeah. And uh, I've been looking forward to, to sitting down and having a, a conversation with you, man, because you've been up to some really amazing things and I'm excited to share yeah. with the community some of the lessons that perhaps you've taken from sure. your journey. And this is sort of the purpose behind the podcast. I like to just bring on people yeah. who have really you know, inspired or crossed paths with me who I feel like could have something valuable to share um, to hopefully support someone else on their journey. But man, I'd be curious to know, like, tell me a little bit about what's led you to where you are right now. What's a short story? story of uh, Damo Wilkes up until this moment in time. I love yeah. that. I love that, mate. Yeah, a short version. It's such one of those like sort of explorative experiences that I've chosen to have over the years. Anything from like traveling to different career paths to always having 
with the shorter version, just the same intention to explore versions of myself. And then I found passion to the point in that where I wanted to give people those experiences. So, you know, starting from leaving school and then going into a trade and then finding myself in roles where I was, you know, they're that person, you know, anything from being an inspector that was very involved with people and how they're doing and their work and their progression. And then moving from there, leaving that field and then training up to be a practitioner in modern psychology, which is based more around like the unconscious side to anything from strategic coaching to hypnotherapy. Fell in love with that because I found that the most helpful for me. And then I wanted to give that to others and do that in a professional way. And moving forward and then exploring that and seeing clients and growing and then wanting to go online. So yeah, my next phase through coming through the journey to now was I went online and starting to discover the finance world and learning how to trade the markets. And it's been something I've found passion in for now years and found consistency in, um, especially through the trading group I go through now and then helping them out as well by sharing these skills online. And it was, I wanted to combine the two. That was always a passion of mine because I wanted to be online from being able to travel because I spent a few years over east of Australia mm. and then, you know, overseas when I had the chance. And then now moving back here to WA, there was that gap. If I set up a local business, I would have to set it up again, but I want to be able to share on a larger scale. So I've been able to link the two now. So that that's where I'm at. And this is like, you know, I, I appreciate being here and I love being able to share this experiences because now I'm doing everything I can to link through their guerrilla trading. So I do my mindset mentoring, which is purely like psychology based through, you know, experiencing finance and mm. experiencing psychology. And then people do the same thing. So where I'm at now is I take them through that journey. You know, they're learning a skill in finance, which is like strategic. And then I coach them through what they've been through in the past to what they want to do moving forward and combining all of my experiences and what I've learned through the professional world, it gives them that and it's something I'm really passionate about and I love sharing. So that's essentially making a, a short version where I'm at now. I'm combining the, the financial world with the, you know, the sort of the Eastern approach, the unconscious approach, the psychology world. I just love that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Epic. And I'm going to dive into that with <laughs> yeah. you uh, because it, it just really fascinates me. And, and I believe that's where we've really crossed paths and aligned yeah. so, so fully on the journeys we've both taken because mate we grew up together as, as we lads you yeah. know like <laughs> 10 years old you know our families were you know great family friends so yeah. we, we'd been around each other then off, obviously gone off and done our separate things and now you know just seeing each other online and seeing what we're doing we go hey wait a second we're kind of in the <laughs> yeah, we're on the same it. vibe here and since i've returned to perth yeah, i've been so fascinated to to learn more about what you've been doing and how you found that intersect mm. between you know the psychology and the therapy realm and really now crossing that over into coaching and the finance world and, and being very successful at it. Yeah. And I guess that's where like my journey ties into that because having gone into business and sport, playing sport at a high level, you know, ultimately I started to join the dots that all of it was an inside game first. That's it. Hey. And, and I think that's what you're cracking the code here with the finance stuff as well. Like yeah. it's an inner game first. Yeah. And then the, the external results show up around that so i don't know would you be able to speak to that yeah, yeah. absolutely and I, I love that you've you know expanded on that level because that's where I, i'm really finding that connection through other people and through clients is that we have such similar journeys in our life and if we use our growth through even metaphors and you know say someone i was chatting to someone the other day about tennis 
And then we could link so much into their progression in this finance world, which is very strategic or known as like the West End or it's money. But we can link it with like, you know, probabilities like what's what's something that, you know, will work most times. And for him, he was saying it's the overhand shot in tennis. Mm. So, you know, that was an experience he had as a younger man. And now he's still doing it to this day. But, you know, that's something that linking those in and experiencing people's journeys and finding resonance, like you're saying, I, I, yeah, I really appreciate that approach because that's something that I do so passionately and that I sort of, in a way, work with. It's almost like there was a lot of theory and helping people through the theory. But when you really dive into, you know, growing up and experiences and what do you see or what your beliefs were, that's when we see the differences and that's what I love diving into with people. Dude, sure. amazing. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And since you've dove into that, you know, around, maybe first of all, explain a little bit about what were some of the main things you had to overcome in yourself when, yeah. you know, I guess transitioning from studying psychology, yeah. hypnotherapy, and then deciding, right, I, I want to move into the finance world. Yeah. And then bringing that that wisdom and I guess having to learn a, a bunch of lessons along the way. Mm. What were some of the main things you had to overcome to to be the success that, that you are now yeah. in that process? Man, that's powerful because honestly, the, the two things that pop straight to mind, like there's so many things that I could dot point that I went through. The biggest things were owning who I am as my identity and not finding myself being known as just the one thing. So the biggest transition was when I really started off as the electrician and then becoming the therapist, it took me a lot to own doing both. So, you know, I went through a phase where it's like, I'm the therapist here. And then I was like, I'll put that hat on the shelf yeah, right. and then oh, I'm the electrician here or, you know, with the finance world, it's like, oh, I'm doing the finance, I'm doing the trading, but you know, I've got to put that hat. Now I'm going to be the therapist. It's the biggest lesson I learned as an individual is finding yourself in all of those and being comfortable expressing through all of those because that's the core thing I learned from myself was you know I found myself through multiple things so by learning that and owning that I've realized it's helped so many other people because they can own who they are consistently and I love that and another big lesson was getting over my drive I guess being human, you know, sometimes the greed or the excitement or the fear mm. or like, you know, the the progression of like, oh, I can't do this or I can do this. There was so much I had to get through a lot of growing up and, you know, a lot of expectations or, you know, even just growing up and loving people around you and hearing what their views are on life. There were so many of those sort of beliefs and opinions that get broken especially diving into like the finance world or even becoming like a therapist and really loving that and owning that you've got to really take on or for example keeping it on me i had to really take on all of my beliefs in so many areas and really look at them objectively is like mm. observe them like is this really serving me and that took a lot of work and it took me you know, still getting the work done on me, even through all this journey, even to this day, because I just find that's the beauty of being human. And when I try and own it as if like, you know, I've made it, I find that I have to reel myself back. It's almost if I feel like I have made it or I haven't made it, I'm not present enough to continue that beautiful flow through life. If I try and make it linear, mm. which is my biggest lesson, if I try and make it so linear and focused, uh, even just daily tasks sometimes, you know, they don't get done. So yeah. finding that flow and being comfortable to flow and leave things or even doing the practices that I preach, you know, going for the walk, going for the ride, doing the meditation, doing the breath work, eating well. They're such key things I learned from 
a larger point to even the small mm. daily things. Yeah, well said with the the, the linearity mm. and like the sometimes if we're too linear and we're too like structured and disciplined with our practices, we yeah. cut ourselves off from receiving like the guidance in subtle ways or opportunities to come in in ways in which you know we can't see mentally yeah yeah so like yeah i, I agree with you on that i've experienced that too it's, um, that. just the flexibility being open That's it. yeah being open such a good way to put it bro there's something i want to mention because i feel like a lot of people listening will, will get some value from sure. this journey that you've taken around you mentioned the different hats that you've you've worn throughout yeah. this process right like yeah, yeah. therapist <laughs> psychologist now a trader yeah and coach yeah like for some people, man, they may be at a point in their journey where they're ready to put on a different hat. Mm, like yeah. they're done with this identity that they've worn for however many years. Like Very for me, true. it was the identity of like uh, the accountant. Studied sure. four years, working in the industry for two years. I'm like, fucking, this is the only skills yeah. that I have. Yeah, I, I don't want to do this anymore. How do I then now adopt and sculpt a new identity for mm. myself? And that can be a scary and daunting task right because it's where we are now and then there's this like future where we want to be that's down the it. line and that's a whole different person and that gap mm. is that like kind of identity crisis that we go through like the, the chasm that we have to cross to get to where we want to be and you've, you've done that yeah numerous times so like what what i guess did you what advice would you have for someone who maybe is looking to make a similar transition could be a career could be a relationship could be something that they're trying to transition out of and into that, that you've been able to take from all your transitions yeah and honestly just listening to that and viewing it from that perspective it, it really gets me excited because it's like to go straight to the raw part there will be struggles mm. and that's what i think excited me the most hearing that from you it's like man there were some struggles and that was i think the beautiful part i mentioned about being human it's when I own that part, I really like, hey, I'm gonna struggle through this transition. It's not gonna be easy. And it doesn't mean by me saying this that it's not going to be easy because it really comes down to how we're gonna approach it, like you're saying. And I think the biggest key points I had when shifting hats is learning the values in what you're doing and why you're choosing to do the next things. Like what's something that you can see yourself valuing in what you do on what you're choosing to do next that you can carry through the years and to the point where you can share as a story of your experiences. You know, for me, I always wanted to remain passionate, adventurous, caring. So I look back, you know, at times where I was say, hiding my identities, I still had the same values, but I hadn't found them to the point where I would express them healthily. You know, mm. even if people were to challenge or make comments, I think if people challenge you or make comments, sure, take note of them, but check in with yourself. There's one key thing I really loved about getting on the other side and that I could offer to anyone, even with clients now, you know, a lot of people wanting to escape the nine to five through this channel of trading. The biggest thing is find passion in what you do, in love what you do, and also schedule. I think the two things is find the values in what you're doing now because they're going to have to carry into what you're doing next. So yeah. it removes that mm. sort of like real big excitement or like I'm quitting tomorrow. Or, you know, if you make a bit of progress in the new venture, you're like, that's it, I'm done, you know. Yeah. And then maybe it was like a week or maybe a month. Mm. But, you know, sometimes it takes time. And that's something I realized that I didn't give myself enough of. And that was my, you know, struggle was I got very ambitious in time frames. So looking back, I would love to have you know, reverse engineered 
a lot more. So say I had like a two-year goal, a reverse engineer it to know the key things. Like say something happened within those two years to let me know that, okay, I'm closer to that goal because the moment I put, say, that two-year, it may have happened in six months or maybe it's going to take another year. Mm. But if I, you know, I didn't, but now if I was to advise someone to reverse engineer it to know the key moments of your progress, it lets that, you know, flow happen. It's not so linear now. It's not that emotionally driven, you know, I'm quitting or I'm I'm like hiding, you know. And yeah, that's honestly focusing on that. It's almost like I lost track of the other thing I was mentioning because that's purely, I think the biggest moment or the breakthrough I would advise anyone is really, you know, I love what you're doing now. Know that what you're doing is perfectly great. Like it may be quote unquote tough, and you, you know you're doing this to say change your experiences, but give yourself some time, reverse engineer what you've got to do so you know the stages you're going to go through because there's going to be emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to feel amazing some days and you're going to feel, you know, not so great on the other days and you will experience that being human. You know, it's going to happen. So trying to find yourself in other things without finding a value sometimes can keep you being lost big time yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense Mm. and well said yeah thanks resonate with that i'll speak to the quantum growth model because we were speaking before like about how like growth is not it's not linear it's like quantum that's you know you can have this exponential growth and, and you can have a goal set and the timing of it being achieved behind the scenes you can be doing all this inner work but externally not see as much you know, external growth, mm. and then all of a sudden, bang, one like it's that one shift. Yeah. And then life just goes, poof, here you go, and things explode. And for me, that that model that I've chose to follow, this quantum model of growth, like came from Joe Dispenza's stuff. I love it. Yeah. You know, like two and a half years ago when I first came across his, his content. And a lot of it was wrapped around the, the values component, around like what are those driving emotions that you value, mm. right? You have this external vision, the three year vision, whatever that is. Yeah. Cool. Like get it down, create it. But then what are those driving emotions that are anchored in what it is that you value? Meaning feelings. Like what do you want to feel when you get this vision? Yeah. And then your commitment, your daily commitment, you know, the identity creation process is around how do you live by these emotions Mm. every single day without needing anything external to 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 allow you to feel them you know Mm. you know what i mean like 100 saying hey you know what i'm not going to wait for life to give me this goal before i feel these emotions i'm going to show up and feel that now Mm -hmm. and that's that shift that creates like magic it creates an opening in life where you you raise your frequency your vibration just goes to a level to allow the support to come in the guidance to come in the new the people to support you on your journey yeah and sometimes it takes a little, sometimes it takes a little while to adopt that new identity, whether it be something that aligns with someone who may, wants to make more money, yeah, you know, whatever it is. That gap between where you are now and where you want to get to, within that gap, there's probably a lot of like uncertainty that comes up. For sure. And what were some ways in which you navigated the uncertainty mm. or the self-doubt or the anxiety or all the survival patterns that often kick in when we're trying to like yeah. move into a new a new place? Yeah. Like how, how were you able to navigate that? Any tools? That you yeah. Used? Honestly, that's the moment you mentioned even just the daily, showing up daily, that was so, so key in finding some practices that perhaps you don't do daily because that's I think the biggest thing is 
we can put pressure on ourselves sometimes to find these new methods. Or for example, for my personal experience, sometimes it's like, I need to do my daily practice if I don't get it done. Sometimes it doesn't happen. And that's just like a side disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. But to really get to the core of the message that I love sharing is find something that helps you connect, you know, consistently with where you want to be. Like you're saying, like a lot of people when that meditation is strong or breath work strong or doing a form of sometimes exercise mm. that lets you have an experience like say you're going to the gym or go for a walk it's intention focused and mm. it's like hey i'm committing to this self-work daily because i know this is helping me almost be a reminder of where i'm heading because we can get lost in that journey we can get lost in the data or we can get lost in sometimes i even found myself getting lost in spirituality and like diving so deep into the eastern philosophies and all that that i wasn't doing the grounded exercise essentially really i wasn't doing the daily gym works so it's like i'm gonna go you know meditate for three hours but like hey this form of daily practice was helping me find that balance mm. and that was yeah a really a key thing there for sure yeah, yeah, dude. What I've learned, mm. you know, within within this process over the last couple of years of getting really rigid on like my my routines, yeah. my habits, and rituals, and realizing that you know within that rigidness that mm. I'd created for myself, I, I became very like stuck on like okay if i don't meditate today if i don't exercise today i'm not going to be my best yeah i've been there yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i had a lot of growth from that because what i realized was when i didn't adopt these practices yeah was, uh, like a few couple of years ago i was trying to get the business up and going when i didn't have these practices all of a sudden i felt like i wasn't doing enough mm-hmm. felt like i wasn't accomplished or mm. wasn't growing at the rate i wanted to grow and i was like okay this this is this isn't this isn't sustainable this is like a little bit dysfunctional yeah you know uh so it actually became i noticed there was sort of like a high level coping mechanism yeah when you're too dependent on meditation too dependent on exercise yeah too dependent on having your green juice every single day your fasting whatever yeah. it may be that if you don't have it what comes to the surface is a part of yourself that you're afraid to face mm-hmm. and what I noticed was like, okay, like I want to be able to chill out some days and not do anything and be able to sit and chill out in nature and, and not yeah. feel guilty for not doing enough. So for me now, what I've what I've noticed is constantly changing up my routine yeah. keeps like things fresh mm. and allows me to notice are there parts of myself down there that I'm not looking at, that yeah. I'm masking, that I'm covering up because of my structured, rigid routine mm-hmm. every single day. So for, for me, like some days look like today, for example, last couple of days I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, previously I'd be like, fuck, I could, you know, I've got worked out today, like <laughs> and I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be myself. Yeah. But I noticed like, hey, I was going to the gym, I was going to the gym every day last week and now all of a sudden I, n- I noticed my body saying hey mm. slow down you're going too hard yeah yeah and it was this these subtle this subtle awareness that i, I wouldn't have picked up on mm-hmm. early on yeah when i was at my corporate job i remember just like every day grinding. that's it and yeah have you been able to like sharpen your awareness to a point where you know what you need in specific core moments in time whether like you're coaching someone you're doing some big trades like there's yeah. some you know the heat man the, the intensity of, of the work you're in we were yeah. talking about this before is like you're, you're dealing with constant fluctuations in the market making big trades mm-hmm. your routine's probably getting like shifted because you're up later and yeah, late at constantly. night like you know what have you what have you been able to notice and, and acknowledge within yourself to have that level of awareness be like hey right now i just need much need to sleep or right now i need to go for a walk right now i need to just like chill out and do nothing yeah yeah what's helped you with that yeah the the biggest thing that jumps out at me is when i really started to loving a lot more of time blocking so respecting Mm. my time a lot more in smaller blocks i found that was amazing because the routine does naturally 
change and i it took me a while to sort of own that and then also accept that in the form of two sides like say it's time to sleep okay it's time to sleep not oh i might go watch a youtube video because you know the other night i was up at 2 a.m so it's okay to be up at 2 a.m but actually i needed to be because there was something aligning on the charts that required me to do that you know so the biggest thing for me was loving my routine and having one consistent then looking at more as small little blocks that are flexible because of anything that could happen like anything from you know getting getting a call where you're needed you know having that flexibility of working for myself to address that or even from the, the required trading side of things or you know seeing clients if they want to reschedule they're all small enough that I can adjust them over the you know larger time of the day um, because I, I've been so guilty of that too. Like next thing you know, there's like six hours gone and you're just doing, oh, for mm. me, I was just doing the one task mm. and then I had so many other things to do that I almost felt as if the same approach like you were saying, it was like a negative thing. Oh, I didn't do this or I didn't do that or I didn't do the simple tasks. So for me, really doing my daily commitments to you know, just being as progressive as I can, but making sure I'm doing it in almost record the blocks and having breaks. So say I need, you know, say I choose or need to do three hours of some kind of work or some kind of enjoyment or going down to the park, even having breaks, especially with work focused stuff, like do 25 minutes and then have a five minute break and then get stuck in for another 25 mm. minutes. So it lets me keep on top and also lets me really dive in because it's not like a lost moment of just because it happens i find it i don't know about you man (laughs) one hour sometimes feels like five hours i'm checking the time i'm like no way it's dark outside (laughs) so yeah yeah that was a really big one for me is that's it really just noticing smaller blocks of time and using that sort of tool Mm. hey man i want to switch gears a little bit yeah i'm curious to know Mm. with the psychology background that you have right and and now i'm moving into like a really unique space of coaching that you're in coaching aspiring traders right yeah like that's so interesting Mm. and what have you noticed around some of the the main blocks that other people are experiencing as mm-hmm. they move into this world and how have you used your psychology yeah. background to like support the coaching process? Yeah, that's it. So having obviously the background and doing the hypnotherapy and then the NLP and then the coaching, using those three which trained in and having them flexible has been unreal because approaching that field say if I went in with too much like in-depth hypnotherapy, I was realizing it was too focused on the healing because sometimes people come to me as a client when they're ready to go the now and progress, which took a lot more of my, you know, training and the coaching and the strategic sort of blueprint to success. So finding all of them merging and then sort of having that as my grounding point and then seeing what the client needs and going from there because honestly the the most common terms in the trading world is sort of like fomo fear of missing out and then just almost like it's not like another term it's just everyone's so keen to leave their nine to five or find reasons or set expectations for themselves which is beautiful because that's what you know we, we can do or we can have those opportunities to do it just the biggest ones were diving in with the clients was when it comes to fear of missing out we're diving really into how they're experiencing a moment and how are they choosing to act in those moments and that choice they make are they going to then move forward and go yep that's an alignment with who i am or say for example on that well it's based a lot of the times around a plan or a trade plan which is almost a combination of like what you've learned through the past 
in the markets as well as like a checklist in the now that, okay, if these are aligned, I'm getting in. So the most common thing for people with FOMO was like, they're having a fear that if they don't enter, they're going to miss out. But the, a lot of the times when we dive into that, that's so subjective. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of this work is, you know, sometimes someone's fear is naturally that. But when we dive into what they want instead, it's like they actually want to feel confident or one person wants to feel happy or one person wants to feel at peace. And the experience of missing out is sort of like the hinds, like, oh, I wish I was in that. So there's a level of checking in to make sure they're doing the technical work. And even if they're not doing that, the whole experience of exploring like what's going on and diving into now this gets more into the nlp hypnotherapy Mm. their past or their beliefs or like how they experience you know all of those combinations and then giving them experience of themselves so the best way to summarize this because it's so expansive and this is what gets me excited about this field is i really check in with everything they're choosing to do and then giving them the chance to observe it and then giving you know them a tool chest and I dive into sessions with them to create more choice. It's like, what is it that you want instead? So, you know, we can have the struggles or we can go into the FOMOs or we can have these terms, but what are you doing as yourself that you want to be doing instead? And the beautiful questions I love asking in those sessions with clients are like, what resources do you need? Or like, what needs to happen now? So if we dive into what resources we need, maybe it's like, okay, I... I need to learn a bit more of a skill set or I need some more daily practices or I need more of a daily routine or, you know, I just basically just need to switch over to what needs to happen now. And sometimes it's just I need to trust myself more Mm -hmm. because we're diving into a field commonly with, you know, clients of they were working for someone or they had a manager or they had someone to, you know, always sort of give them guidance of how to do their work. A lot of this is very much I need to decide for myself in the moment. You know, we've got amazing mentors like the one that taught the technical skills, Josh Bunker, amazing, you know, and the way he can teach and deliver that level of professionalism consistently to the point where people can pick it up and learn. That's the key point. They have to learn for themselves to act in that moment. And I think that's what gets me so passionate about what it is that makes that this work really work is we give them that responsibility mm. or in this scholar practice. And then so when it comes to the moment, they act as themselves. They don't act as like what their boss used to tell them or the manager used to do or like, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's powerful, it. man. Yeah. That's powerful because yeah, there's probably a bunch of survival patterns that kick in when someone starts very true. You know, acting out on, on like FOMO and, very and, true, and other man. things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I guess there's there's an opportunity with when you move into trading, like when you start a business. Yeah. So I guess it is a business in a sense. That's it. You you're faced with a lot of these these destructive patterns that have been down there all along. Oh, yeah. Your corporate job is like <laughs> yeah. keeping masks. Yeah. Were there some like main ones that you had to move beyond? Like that you mentioned FOMO, but like yeah. what else came up for you like throughout that? Man, my, my personal one is I love sharing the most and I find it resonates with so many people progressing it. It's a level of self-worth, like mm. finding worth in yourself to say, for example, you want to take on, if we're sticking in the trading world, say you want to take on some investors or you want to start earning a certain amount of percentage every month. Like for me personally, it was about owning that I was okay to do that and not, you know, having these underlying sabotages go on. So say I start making it, it's like, yes, I've made it. So now I can, you know, take 
these extras because it's like, I know how the market's going to be now. That was a really common one learning. And that's such a common thing for people. And a lot of it dives into, from my experience and my belief to share it, but it could be slightly different. But for me, it was really a self-worth thing. It's like when I really started making it, it's like, oh, are you really worth that much money? Or it's like when you weren't doing well, it's like, oh, you know, it, it was like a, a seesaw effect for a long time until you start really finding that consistency and finding that belief that you are worth it. And I think that's what is something I really find a lot of passion too is helping people find their worth and not having to seek it elsewhere you know even with the markets don't seek your worth in the markets don't think you need to leave what you're doing Mm. and the markets is going to give you that experience like i want people to find their worth as who they are i think that's a big part of why i want them to experience themselves because it's like hey you you are good enough you know you're you're worth it like you even how you're breathing and functioning right now this is where we start we don't start once you're consistent or once you've got the capital. And I feel I personally experienced that a lot too. I was very guilty of that too. It's like, you know, always going, which is great. You've got the ambition and the drive. And I find that with clients, it's like, that's a compliment. But don't let that be who, you know, judge yourself on depending because that can be daily. And that's the beauty of this field and in being in business. Mm. So true. I love that you mentioned that. And it's, if you start seeing anything as a form of business and then you take it further it's like you're really doing the personal work you know your, your business for me i find then even when i was doing the electrical business stuff or even the therapy business stuff if i was having a rough day or i wasn't doing really well like a lot of the times that resonate through your business yeah. and and you couldn't really for me when i was doing pure nine to five work, i couldn't hide behind the, the desk or i couldn't call in sick it's like you are that person and it, it's so important to check in with that That's for sure so true. yeah oh man i just <laughs> resonate on all levels with yeah that. Because it's the exact same crossover with some of the coaching stuff that I've yeah. been doing, you know, with, yeah, with the self worth. Sure. It's one, everything, hey. you know. It's, it's everything, one, and, and I know, I know, <laughs> most people, a lot of people struggle with this as well, you know, because we're so used to defining our worth based on an external measure: mm. how much money we got in the bank, where we live, what car we drive, who we hang out with, what clothes we wear, how many That's followers it, we hey. have. And if you're measuring your worth on an external measure, then mm. then you're, you're set up for failure, right? And the same thing with coaching. I remember because you go into conversation, you start talking about money, and your voice starts shaking. Oh, it's uh it's two thousand dollars and and it's a, it's a sign that like a part of me didn't believe i was worth that much a part mm. of me was attached to whether they're going to say yes or no yeah because now when i have a conversation about oh, this is how much it works for me and i it's just like i, I say it with like full detachment Never. and you know, i haven't yeah. mastered it yet but like yeah. usually it's like okay I'm, I'm not attached to whether someone works with me or not because mm. my self-worth isn't tied to whether they work love that man and yeah, so it, cool. it ta- it's taken me some time but yeah. like as everyone progresses along like a business journey their own personal development journey yeah it's a realization that your self-worth isn't based on the opinions of others mm. how much you own or, or what you do that's it it's just based on your level of connection with who you are yeah you know, For sure, man. Uh, man, that, that once that got anchored in me, like, right, my self-worth is how connected I am with the, tr- the truth of who I am. Yeah. Which is beyond an identity, beyond a, beyond a, a, the, the clothes that I wear, the body that That's I occupy. It. And I think that realization is what supports any decision in business. Mm. It's like, are you attached to the outcome or are you just attached to the constant growth and evolution of, of this version of yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like that. I like that you brought up self-worth mm. because it's, it's, a, it's a massive one. And yeah. what has been some ways in which you've helped people 
start to like do exactly that like dial up their self-worth obviously make a shit ton mm. of mistakes the same with me <laughs> have a shit ton of no's when yeah. i'm coaching it's just a part yeah. of it and you yeah. learn from that but like has there been some ways you've helped someone speed up the self-worth or even in yourself how were you able to mm. speed up that that process oh it gets me so passionate and to put it into words of tools to really be those key breakthrough moments there's two things that popped up for me it was like connecting in with this say this let's call it the higher wisdom or the higher knowledge or like your higher purpose in the sense that sometimes it's even journaling what's going on for you and reflecting on that and it helps you connect in with where you're going and who you are and not be so focused on the outcome it's almost like a tool to see where you're at and trust that higher self or ask the right questions for me, I love that question because it removes my such my outcome focus and it makes me go like reel it right back. It's like, okay, my worth and everything is good now. What needs to happen now? You know, and if there's still a bit of distortion, that next question I mentioned, oh, I love like what resources do I need now? Like just reeling it right back. And like, because, you know, I've been so guilty of it too, being like, you know, it's all going to work out. It's all going to be good. It's still so outcome focused, even yeah. responding to some people, you know, even you know, I find being real as well. Like that's been my, still my growing point. Like when someone asks, hey, you are you like, yeah, I'm good. And mm. you just brush it off. Mm. I think that's another key point, especially with loved ones, like telling them how you really are. And that removes the sort of that, I know that's sort of that blanket, like it's all outcome focused. It's all ahead of me. It's like the same as accepting a no. It's like, I find knowing who you can have these conversations with. I think that's another, I love the little side disclaimer, like, you know, you don't have to tell everyone absolutely everything yeah. and that's okay. It's not like you're, you're lying to people or anything. It's just like, you know, find that circle or who you can or like your accountability partner or people you're close with and practice this level of like authenticity and just tell them how you are. Same thing. Yes. And then it finds more comfort in the external no. Like someone comes up to you and says, no, you're like, that's cool. Because I know I'm, I'm grounded enough. I know I've got, you know, my accountability partner or I've got my journal to reflect on. Like I mm. can take that and not let it decide who I am, you know. And it's the classic thing, you know, I've been, I love a bit of YouTube here and there. There's a lot of education there, but every single video I'm on, there's always the thumbs down, no matter what, you know. <laughs> like there is, I've not true. found one video yet where there's not a thumbs down ticked. So I think some people just must be yeah. on the hunger. There's no thumbs down yet. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> That's it. And man, I think it's true, man. even that has been such a key learning with this concept is no matter what you do or how beautiful yeah. it is or how strong it is, like you're coaching like such valuable things that connecting with people, helping people take it to that next level. Someone's going to click thumbs down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and even if sometimes more thumbs down than the thumbs up, maybe that thumbs up did something like a domino that was never going to do anything to those thumbs down, even if they took it on. So even if you're still to connecting with who you are, you've done your journey, you've done your work, you've shared honestly with people so you can share honestly with others without that fear and no. And then you get that one yes and you give them everything. And then that's like that flick of that domino. It's not mm. just like a little line. It's like one of those crazy YouTube <laughs> clips again where it's just like this crazy like <laughs> pattern comes out and it's just phenomenal. I think that's really it, if that makes sense. And I've explained that part because that, is definitely a key thing is owning the nose through practices like that and even sharing with the right people to the point where you feel vulnerable and that's mm. okay because that means they're going to be vulnerable with you 
And it's such a beautiful thing because why not? Don't just say good to everyone. Tell some people yeah. how you really are. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's almost like when you feel upset by a no or you feel mm. upset by the opinion or judgment of someone else. Yeah. It's actually a wonderful opportunity to look at the part of you that feels like it needs the validation from, yeah. from them or, or yeah, or needs their approval from someone else. Yeah. So, it's almost like when, yeah, then we kind of need the no's. Yeah. Oh, mate. And, and you, know you, sure. you, know, you know you've leveled up when you're no longer phased by it. Yeah. And so, same thing on social media, man. Social media is like a fuck yeah. Mm. It's an it's a it's a battleground of yeah. validation, external yeah. validation, and like uh, it bothers me sometimes how often I check the phone mm. because I know I don't care about what people think, but I'm like, there's a part of me that still wants to check and yeah. see how oh, many likes, how many commenting on this post. But if you're not careful, social media becomes that. Like you're in pursuit of like, oh yeah, wow, you're amazing, you're you're doing great. Yeah, and. I reckon social media is the perfect place to start to check in with where you're at mm-hmm. on your self-worth measure. Yeah. You know, if you're yeah. posting and you get upset, if your photo doesn't get as many likes. For sure, man. Or nobody viewed your video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do Instagram lives every Monday now. Yeah. And when I first started out doing them, I was like, fuck, what if no one shows up? What if it's just me speaking? It's everyone's worst nightmare on Instagram live yeah. and no one, no one shows up. <laughs> and it wasn't until I decided, you know what? I don't even care if no one shows up. Mm. I'm going to get on there and just speak my truth because I love doing this. There we go. And nice. whoever needs to hear this, will hear it. Yeah. And since doing that, man, it's been a beautiful uh, practice for me because there's always that little voice that says, oh, what if no one shows up? <laughs> or, or you're on there and you see like one person yeah, dying. Dude. I'm like, that's fine. That's cool. so cool, man. It was just a little practice of just leaning into, hey, if my self-worth is not determined upon who shows up on my Instagram live. Yeah. It's just based on am I loving the process of just sharing truth. Yeah, man. So, it's the same thing with the business, same thing with your relationships, your work. You know, if you're just loving what you're doing and you're enjoying mm. the process, then it's all good. That's it. You know? <laughs> it genuinely is, man. Yeah. That's so powerful. And, and that's that beautiful thing is I had such a similar experience, even like putting content out because it, it's that was a lot of my work to get through and and such a key moment and it's kind of cool isn't it we can do these formal measurements and check-ins even by this thing that sits in our pocket like trying to tell my nan and granddad about this you know what i mean even when they're (laughs) our age like my nan used to take a horse and cart to school and you know she's she's living healthy you know we catch up there's it's this progression we've made there's been two sides we can go down, isn't it? And just how we're expressing and how you express that, like for me, it's just like, that is so mind blowing and so powerful. And where did that happen? Literally, we could have had those experiences in this room together with our phones. <laughs> and each Monday we could have called up and that Monday with the same thing in your pocket, it's just gone, man, I just realized something of myself. I think that's so cool. And that back then, yeah, I would love to have known or I'd love to have more conversations with people from those times and eras because how do they have this level of progression that we have these opportunities to do now like I didn't for example in the online learning content or connecting with people around the world like I do now how did they have those levels of progression or like is that why now when you tell them about technology and stuff I'm finding a lot more of the younger generations, they're very open and they're projecting things that are like out of this world, you know, they're mm. like cloning humans and all this stuff and they're yeah. comfortable or excited where it's like yeah. you tell, you know, people, I, I can only assume and I'm just going on a bit of a tangent here out of excitement that that's kind of the progression we're having as humans and if we share these progressions with generations that didn't have these opportunities, it's almost like the father flight kicks in and it's almost yeah. like, well, it's too much whereas now we're like, 
having these beautiful opportunities of growth all the time and even just on the instagram thing we can be so lost in our followers or lost in the likes or lost in the comments or the the views or we can just go commit weekly because they're the same deal like no i want to deliver this i want to give back i want to serve to people in a way that we 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 all grow because that's almost like it's a big thing right now right it's yeah, a, it really it's, is yeah it's a big thing it really is and I, I think a part of that collective process is 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 bringing us all back to like union mm. you know the more like you yep. step out even just saying that's what you're saying right now like helps us feel more connected with other people For because sure, other hey. people feel the same thing mm. so like sharing and I, I just think the the union back in the old days probably would have just been different true would have been someone preaching down on the, on the side streets that's his platform yeah it's amazing hey we just preach on our instagram <laughs> yeah. and there's so many yeah. preachers though you I know. know what i mean I like know. i swear every every thought you have these days like i can go look up or search it and there's some like powerful leader yeah. influencer that can make me go down that belief yeah. Yep. I think that's that's really it too, isn't it? Yeah. Make sure we're checking in with our belief systems and is it in alignment with our beliefs and our values? Because they can change, but sometimes making sure we don't get lost in the, the influence. There's some amazing speakers out there, amazing oh, yeah. influences, and yeah. sometimes it's for the greater good in a larger perspective, or sometimes it's it's not so great. Yeah, <laughs> like, legit. I think, yeah, yeah it's a big, big sort time. of a check-in too yeah. i've been down yeah through just life experiences like you can go down something you feel so right and then you find out like well i was i was in a, mm. a risky situation there with these these people and i was convinced that this was a good thing because of what was dude, going on <laughs> great point like yeah dude, there's a strong chance a lot of the shit that i've been talking about on my podcast <laughs> in 10 years time i could be like i was, I was most of that was rubbish <laughs> the, 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 the speed yeah. in which information's coming out uh, one of them is is dieting is a great example mm. the, the other day i listened to a podcast about the carnivore diet mm. and, yeah. and i'm like holy shit like i actually feel great when i just eat meat yeah 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 <laughs> and my girlfriend was vegan and i think on some of my podcasts i was talking about how veganism is great and how well mm. I, I actually think i'm starting to think the opposite well yeah i think eating good quality meat is probably yeah. some of the best things we can do and maybe mm. veganism is a bit of an agenda that's been pushed wow yeah yeah that like that, that is how rapid information is changing and I, i'm so open and willing to be like yeah fuck, cool yeah i have a different perspective different view mm. so like i'm not attached to any perspective that i used to have or any yeah. perspective that someone else has because it, as we grow and evolve like the way mm. we see the world changes yeah for sure man. and, and the lens the lens just changes for yeah. the better yeah you know what That's i mean like it. if you look back to where you were like a year ago or even like even three three years ago is such a great measure to think about hey, three years is good how was i seeing the world back then mm. compared to how i was now the beautiful part about having content online is i can go back and watch my videos that's like, cool man reflecting yeah, even reflecting powerful like, itself you know? that's how much you can change like your lens yeah. just broadens mm. um and back then you're convinced oh fuck i know i know what i'm talking <laughs> yeah, about that's it listen to my podcast i know what i'm talking about but yeah I, I really, we really don't. Mm. None of us do. We're just trying to like give our best attempt to try and describe what yeah. life means. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. like to connect on that as a personal experience, which I'm sure some people could resonate with. I found that um, not so much through nutrition, and I've always been open to it. But when I went through like my bodybuilding phase, like that was such a, a coming out of it. I'll start with the lessons. Was it was my way of actually expressing my my like anger and like mm. releasing and but in it wasn't in a healthy way and then it was 
at the same time give me so much opportunity for mindset and discipline. But that in that same time, I went through so many transitions. I was convinced like even this protein shake was the one. Hmm. And then it turns out that dairy is not so great for me. So yeah. I spent, you know, months pumping all these dairy shakes getting, <laughs> I did you the know, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> even that growing back, reflecting on that, like I still saw great results, but reflecting on what I know now, even through nutrition, having that openness, I didn't have that openness back then. I was like, nut, you need those three shakes or nut, you need your chicken and rice and, you know, greens, nut, that's less carbs. Like get me back on the right. <laughs> so, yeah, I really resonate with you. And that's reflecting on that. It was a great channel for me, but I still use the gym daily now, but more as like a mindset, like a release as a focus, a recalibration. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, reflecting on that year span, that's what bounced in my head. I'm like, yeah. mate, that, yeah, I had a period of that too where that was dead set. Yeah. But now I'm like, I'm very open to that experience, not trying to deadlift to the shins of bleeding yeah. and stuff. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, it's it's powerful stuff. Well, mate, this is, uh, it's been a really enjoyable conversation. For sure. And uh, I really want to, I guess, put it out there to people who maybe, someone has resonated with what, what you've been mm. saying or we've been saying and if someone wants to learn more about because you said a lot of people are trying to get out of the nine to five yeah they're trying to break free from the jo- a job that doesn't align with them and finances is the is the key thing that keeps people stuck that's it at least it keeps us stuck in the mindset that we we don't have what we need to to take the next step in our journey so the stuff you're doing with the coaching and the yeah trading stuff if someone resonates with that and what yeah. you've been doing how can they how can they learn more about that yeah absolutely to reach out there so like i'm learning the strategy through um, guerrilla training, learning through them. And that's who like with the psychology stuff, like when people need to dive in deep with a mindset, that's where I'm there. Um, but yeah, and there's amazing strategy for that level there is they teach so well and Josh is amazing. And that's what's got me to my point. And I'll always be a student there. I'm really passionate about that. And I'm also passionate about psychology. So if people interested and obviously reach out to me or check out their content for the strategy and that's something for sure but mate that that's honestly it in a nutshell and then always remaining open and just checking in with what you're doing and give things a try but um if you do resonate with it and you are giving things a shot the biggest thing i can say is commit to it for a while connect with it reflect on what you're going through as a person more than you are reflecting on your outcome or your results especially if you're seeing people getting results don't take that as once again a work thing just commit to something like for example if you go through this trading journey or even through the mindset journey or like the coaching journey like just reach out go for it that's the opportunity to do it but keep going through what you're going through with an open mind and Mm. if people are doing it reach out to the right mentors and you know follow people that are succeeding in it for sure fuck yeah man yeah Yeah, i'm sure if uh, someone is eager that's you're, it you're, i can speak to the fact that you're, you're a fantastic mentor thanks man i really Based appreciate your life that experience man so thank you what's your instagram handle man just so people know yeah so it's at damon j wilkes cool and that's it and you'll jump on you'll see me i'm pretty sure i'm sitting on a mountain there's a picture because sometimes there's two or three of you isn't there yeah, so i'm no. pretty sure i'm yeah. sitting there with my hand out so yeah, you'll Sweet. see me his hand out hands yeah, out ready that's to it connect. it's ready to go yeah. <laughs> mate thanks for coming on no this worries. has been an I epic conversation it, and uh yeah it's been a joy thanks so much brother Hey, there we have it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And yeah, look, if you made it this far, cool. Here's my voice again in your ear. And I'm going to make one more request for you is go ahead and subscribe 
and leave a comment on the podcast page because I'm really putting a lot of focus and attention on getting this podcast out to more people because I know what I'm putting in here can serve and bring value to people. And it would mean a lot if you got value from this to to leave some feedback and, and subscribe so you stay up to date with what's coming up. Um, and as always, follow me on Instagram. And I love hearing from you. It's at State Shifters. And until the next episode, guys, thank you so much and I appreciate you.